Hi, I'm Tiffany, and you are listening to the Legacy Lounge Podcast. If you are a high-achieving, mission-driven entrepreneur who wants to elevate your income, impact, and influence, you're in the right place. I left my corporate career as a creative director for Fortune 500 brands to create a legacy with my work and to support entrepreneurs to do the same. And I'm not talking about having your name on a building or statues in your image. I'm talking about leaving behind a positive impact and creating something enduring that can be passed on. You pour your time, energy, and passion into your business. So let's make sure your efforts will create a ripple effect that reaches far into the future. Each monthly series will guide you through the business, leadership, and life skills you need to successfully leave a legacy that stands the test of time. And each episode is totally valuable on its own. We are here to provide you with the tools and ideas to make massive shifts and quantum leaps in your business, transforming you from entrepreneur into legacy brand. So sit back, relax, and let's get into today's episode. Have patience with all things, but first of all, with yourself. St. Francis de Sales. For many of us, modern life involves a ton of rushing and never feeling like we've got enough time. Ironically, inventions like the microwave, email, and phones, the widespread use of cars, planes, and trains were all intended to make life easier and more convenient. I remember seeing a TV documentary from the 1950s which made predictions about the future. The program confidently claimed that by the year 2000, machines and robots would be doing all the hard work for us, and we would be only working a day or two a week on something interesting and creative, and then spending most of the days really engaged in our hobbies or strolling on the beach. Well, we certainly are surrounded by gadgets and machines, but instead of helping us to slow down, people today are rushing more than ever. For example, a study carried out by the University of Hertfordshire in 2007 measured the walking speed of people in major cities around the world and found that people are even walking up to 10% faster than they were previously in the 1990s. So this feeling of constantly being rushed and getting impatient really has a number of negative consequences. I've dealt with these myself and maybe you have too. And if you're like me, I've discussed this on the last episodes of the Legacy Lounge, where we've been talking about the concept of slowing down to speed up. We're already trying and working on slowing down to speed up, but sometimes it's actually ingrained in our body, in our nervous system. And by carrying around this background sense of urgency about everything, we trigger the release of stress hormones in our body, which can disrupt our mood, our sleep and digestion. Also, throw off our immune system. Impatience can also sometimes damage relationships because you feel on edge all the time, you're more likely to snap at people and say things that you don't mean. And ultimately, constant rushing trains your brain to ignore the present moment and fixate instead in an imagined future. If that becomes a habit, you'll find that even when you do finish your work, you won't be able to relax and appreciate the time fully. Instead, you'll be fixating on where you've got to get next, what you've got to do next, because you've forgotten how to be present with what is. I think there's so many things online for self-care that are prescribed to us that oftentimes just become more on our to-do list. I talked about in a recent episode how I actually 
Lowe's is a term self-care for that very reason. It almost amps up my nervous system by adding more to my plate. So I wanted to create this special recording for you that if you listen to it, it will actually help calm your nervous system and help you be able to be more patient and more relaxed. You see, as philosophers and mystics have told us for centuries, you are always here now and in the present. And good artists and writers know that once you study the world around you, write about it, paint it, you actually can train yourself to really see all the details and stories that are present in each moment, as if it's a whole world that's opening up to you that so many people just rush past without noticing. Of course, there's nothing wrong with planning or thinking about the future. Planning is valuable. It's a tool we can draw on when we need it. But if you're always rushing and preoccupied with where you think you should be instead of where you are, you're training yourself to abstract from life, to become lost in mental projections. And in doing so, you're dramatically lessening your ability to savor the experience of being alive. You're literally rushing your life away as though it was a race and the winner is the first one to get to the end. So this session is about slowing down inside, not just for the sake of your mental and physical well-being, but in order to train your mind to be more present with what is, to be more curious about the world around you, and to take in more through your senses. I urge you to repeatedly listen to this and begin to apply these principles to yourself. And you'll find that rather than making life a series of rushed fast food snacks, you become a connoisseur of life, finding something to relish in every experience and knowing that each moment will never happen again, ever, including this one. Now I'm saying this not pointing a finger at you and saying that you're rushing and perhaps you're one of the people who have actually learned how to slow down. I say this from my personal experience and admitting that it takes work because as entrepreneurs, we tend to equate our success with being busy. How many clients we have, how many calls we have. Oh, I'm so busy. And I raise my hand to this. I'm not calling others out. This is really how I've been resetting my own nervous system. And it's made a huge difference along with taking a sabbatical and slowing down. And so now as you prepare to relax very deeply, I'd like you to begin with your eyes open looking at a spot on the wall across from you or whatever is in front of you. And I'd like you to really stare at that spot, to focus and fixate on it and be able to feel an urge to rush towards it as though you were in a great hurry to reach it. And you might notice your muscles wanting to tense up a bit. And as you do this, I'd like you to clench your hands into fists and squeeze them tightly as you stare at the spot. And feel those rushed, impatient feelings, those rushed, impatient thoughts. And then I'd like you to take a deep breath in and hold it for a moment. That's it. Squeezing your fists tighter and then let it all go. And then let your eyes close and your fingers uncurl and let your whole body enjoy a deep sigh of comfort. 
Now, I'd like you to just notice as your eyes remained comfortably closed that you can imagine looking at that spot over there again, and you can notice what it looks like even with your eyes closed. As you remember that rushed feeling once more, and you imagine those hands clenched, and even though they rest quite still now, as you take another slow, deep breath and hold it for a moment, and imagine clenching your fist tighter and then release again. That's it. Breathing all the way out and imagining those hands uncurling again. And as your attention softens and widens into a more open, relaxed, expansive awareness, I wanna just remind you to be present with what is here and now. And then I'd like you to let those eyelids lift open once more. And this time, just gaze softly at the spot over there. And just as when you drop a pebble into the wide open expanse of a lake, the ripples made by the pebble flow out all the way to the edges, expanding further and further out so that you can let your attention expand outwards. And as you gaze at that spot and you begin to notice the things in your peripheral vision, objects, colors, the space all around you, and you can even expand your awareness into the space behind you. Really opening what is. And then I'd like you to let your eyes close again and simply remember this expansiveness. Then imagine looking at that spot once more in your mind and then remember what it's like to expand your awareness into the space around you, the space behind you, retaining this open receptive presence as you allow the muscles of your body to soften and relax and your facial muscles to smooth out and your shoulders to loosen. You might notice yourself taking another slow, deep breath and spontaneously relaxing deeper and deeper with the relief of knowing it's okay to be without having to be focusing on anything. And just allow your attention to soften and expand further, like ripples spreading further and further out across the deep waters of a quiet lake. And when people are rushed, they sometimes have impatient sounding thoughts. Phrases like, come on, come on, go through their heads. And sometimes they have impatient movements, a tapping of the foot, a tensing of the shoulders. And you know how that feels, do you not? Like speeding up inside, wanting to get over to that spot over there for some half-remembered reason. And you can feel that right now for a moment. And then just allow those thoughts to slow down so that any internal voice saying those impatient things begins to slow right down and says, come on, come on. And the space between those thoughts and between those words and these words can carry you back into being who you are and have always been before any of that rushing was imposed on you like when you played with your favorite toy as a child on a quiet afternoon, perhaps making up stories and games for your toys, getting them to talk to each other, 
or when you used to crawl under a table while the adults were busy and seeing the skirting and feeling the texture of the floor and the carpet and looking up to see the underside of that table and the little marks there that no one saw except for you, becoming a den to hide in, really knowing your house inside and out in a way that adults forget how to know things. And there once was a man who was suffering from insomnia and the man just kept saying how he couldn't bear all those hours awake at night and he so badly wanted to just be able to get to sleep. You could say he was in a rush to get to sleep. And then he heard the thought, each of those hours that you're not able to sleep at the moment, those are your bonus hours. Those are hours that other people don't get. And since you've been given them for a while, why not make use of them? Because once you start sleeping again, you won't have them anymore. And the man began to use those late hours to read challenging books, classics that he always wanted to read, but never found the time. And as soon as he found the sleep would come after a couple of chapters, and then after a chapter, and then after a few pages. How many bonus hours do you have in a day today life? If you add up all the minutes and all of those times you might've been trying to rush through all the journeys to work, waiting to be served coffee, waiting to make your point in a conversation, all those times you would have once been rushing to get to that spot on the wall, just over there can all come together as your bonus hours so that you might find yourself queuing in the supermarket or in a cafe and begin to playfully look around you and wonder, perhaps about the elderly couple ahead of you, what lives they might have left, what their habits are, the quiet comfort between them, their accents as they talk. Where did they learn to talk like that? The way he balances on his walking stick as he shuffles forward in the queue, and the way her silver brooch looks like a prized antique, crafted many decades ago with love and care. Or you might notice the way the snack bars have been cunningly placed near the till to grab your attention. The design of the beautiful wrappers, the designers that created the wrappers coming into their offices, reworking the colors, the logo, trying to find a design that would outcompete all the other snack bars, and I wonder whether that designer was pleased with her work and how the doodles she drew as a child might have influenced the packaging you now see. So many details and stories are hidden within each moment, even the taste of whatever you're eating or drinking. How many flavors can you start to notice when you slow down and savor each mirror, each a conversation, each journey, each moment of achievement, each moment of rest, to really savor the experience of your life. And wanting to paint and it to dry quicker, doesn't it make it dry any faster? And wanting traffic to clear, it doesn't empty the road before you. And even those apparently urgent moments, themselves unique and never coming back, and when you feel calmer and more balanced, you can take them in stride and savor them. 
like a clock that's been ticking too fast, rushing ahead, that just slows down to the appropriate ticking. Steady speed. And there was once a wanderer who found himself being chased by a tiger through the wild green jungle, running faster and faster until he stumbled over a cliff. And his desperation, acting purely on instinct, he grabbed a hold of a single vine growing down the cliff and hung from it. And looking up, he saw the tiger peering hungrily down from the cliff top. And looking down, he saw the deep, dark chasm below his feet. And just above his fingertips, two small rodents were very busy, gnawing through the vine by which he swung. And at that moment, he noticed a cluster of luscious strawberries right beside him growing out of a crevice, the delectable scent wafting across to him. And he reached out with one hand and plucked a single red strawberry and bit right through it. The full sweet flavors burst deliciously across his tongue, the very taste of heaven. And you can listen to this episode often and become more practiced at slowing down and appreciating what it is each time that you do. But for now, you begin to feel more alert and refreshed and prepare to come all the way back with a real sense of an amazing feeling. As you notice the position of your body and the sensation of whatever it is you're resting on, and whenever you're ready, you can have a nice stretch and open your eyes. So if you stayed aware during this episode, it may sound like I've been talking gibberish to you. However, these have been cleverly crafted to slow down your system. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and that you truly feel a sense of calm and relaxation. This truly will help you to be more patient. And I know this because as an impatient person myself, I've learned to relax and calm down my nervous system. I found that just trying to meditate, like I mentioned earlier, felt like another text on my to-do list. And I couldn't get myself to stop all of the thoughts of what was on my to-do list and what client I had to get back to because I love my work or what lunches I had to make for the kids the next day. So I started doing these guided meditations myself and found that it really was the only way to truly unplug and reset my nervous system. So I hope you found the same. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please let me know. And you can look forward to the next one. I do one a month of these recorded downloads. Now, this, of course, has nothing to do with your legacy and nothing to do with branding other than we as entrepreneurs need to learn to slow down, to speed up. So I hope this entire theme has challenged you. I hope it's supported you. And if you haven't yet listened to the first three episodes, I challenge you to go back and do that now, because if I, if there's anything I've learned recently, it's really the benefits of this concept of slowing down to speed up. And I truly want that same benefit for every entrepreneur out there. Sending so much love and I'll see you next time. And I have a special surprise for you as we wrap up today's episode. 
I've been hearing from quite a few people that they're feeling a level of doubt and worry setting in due to the uncertainty in the world. Well, I hate to break it, but it's been a bit uncertain for quite a while now. And what I do know is I've been able to double my business for the past three years, every year. And many of my clients have done the same and truly outperformed anything they thought possible. So I felt called to create a resource to explain how you can turn uncertainty into opportunity. I share the six shifts that entrepreneurs need to make now to thrive, not just survive in the new normal. It's a free value-packed report that I poured my heart into because I'm committed to supporting as many business owners as possible to have the brand and business they've always dreamed of. So go ahead and pop down to the show notes, simply click on the link and you can download the report to learn these simple shifts that will support you on your journey and provide more success right away. Thank you for joining me on the Legacy Lounge and we'll see you next time. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Lounge podcast. Connect with me on Instagram at Tiffany Newman Creative. I would also love to hear your feedback to see what resonates with you and what you'd like to hear in the future. If you love this episode, please provide a review and we will be forever grateful. You can always find links and resources shared on the show by going to yourlegacybrand.com. Remember, what you leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. What are you doing today to pour into others and to leave your legacy?